0: Next Chapter Podcasts.
1: Next Chapter Podcast presents In the Cards.
2: Episode 1 The Meaning of Toast. For the best listening experience, be sure to use headphones or earbuds.
3: destinies, all of us, are written out there in the stars. Each man, each woman, fits into the fabric of the universe like carefully woven pieces of thread. Excuse me. Sorry. Morning. We all play our parts. walk our destined paths. Some people's paths are paved with happiness, prosperity, ease. Oh, so sorry.
4: Mommy, that man apologized to a mailbox.
3: While others are bound to travel the road of struggle, loneliness, failure. What is your destiny? Who wants their cards read today? Dude, you stepped on my foot. Sorry. Have a great day. What is your destiny? Squeezing through. Thanks. Excuse me. Look at your future. Only twenty dollars. Come see Bella. Watch out! Holy... (sighs) Are you alright? Oh, God. I almost died. Did you see that guy? Some advice. Cross with the light. Thanks, yeah. Not thinking, just running late. You are often late. I've seen you rushing many times. Well, I do tend to miss the bus, but today
2: I got extra behind helping an old lady put her wheelchair into an Uber. She must have had Alzheimer's, because right after I started helping, she thought I was stealing her chair. Then she started hitting me with her bag. I got her on
3: her way, though. It all worked out. You just stepped in dog do. Dang it. I've been fascinated by your aura as you rush past me day after day. Tell Bella, what is it you do? I'm in advertising. I design
2: table tents. What are table tents? You know, at restaurants, those glossy tent-shaped papers that sit on tables by the ketchup and salt that advertise desserts and stuff? You'd never know it, but they're an
3: essential tool in driving up check totals. I see that you hate this table tent thing. It's a stepping stone type of assignment. But you stepped on this stone many years ago, yes? Man, this light is long. You should come to my shop. I could help you. Are you a life coach? A dentist says I should see a life coach. I'm psychic. I will read your cards and show you your place in the construct of the universe. My place in the... The light. Sorry, I gotta get to work. Take my flyer. I'll read your cards. I am Bella. I'm Gil. And thanks for saving my life. Hey, watch it. Sorry. Come back when you can. You intrigue me.
5: You intrigue
1: me. Brando and Smythe Advertising, how can I direct your call? One moment, please. Hey, Gil. Hey, Linda.
2: Morning, Sue. Hey, Bart. Gil! Jen, copy on that dog food ad, killed. So good. Congrats. Thanks, Gil. God, he's so
4: nice.
3: And sweet, smart, cute. Why doesn't he have a girlfriend? I don't know. He's just one of those really super great guys no one wants to go out with and no one knows why. Life is such a mystery.
5: It really, really is. I heard there's donuts in the break room. Let's go.
4: Hey, Gil. Hey, Gil.
1: Hey, Lex. How you doing? Well, look who's rolling in 27 minutes late. My body's late, but my brain's been working, and I've got a
2: brilliant
1: idea for the new table tents: Papyrus font. If we start talking about fucking table tents this early in the morning, I'll stab my eyes out with a pencil. The papyrus
2: font's exotic, right? And sultry. That font over the bread pudding image might give it the oomph
1: it needs. Sprinkling the pudding with cocaine wouldn't give that shit the oomph it needs. I'll mock it up real quick. I can't take the torture of table tents today, Gil. I can't. I got into the ad game to create TV campaigns, because TV is sexy. Table tents, on the other hand, are not remotely sexy. Don Draper never would have designed fucking table tents. He'd have killed himself first. Face it, Gil, we're failures. I'm not a failure. You got toilet paper stuck on your shoe. Uh, Let's work, okay? Come on, can you just give me five minutes of some pathetic human interaction before we launch into the drudgery? I just need enough time for the coffee and Xanax to kick in. A little chit-chat, please, Gil. Fine. Excellent. I'll start. So, how's your day going, Gil Garson? Good. Normal. You do know your normal is different than other people's normal, right? No, it's not. Did you miss the bus this morning? I did, which was weird, because I was out the door early. Oh, no. It makes total sense. Tell me about breakfast. Oh, you know. Juice. Toast. Ah, toast. Toast! Did you burn this said toast? Yeah, a little. Why are you closing your eyes? I'm blocking out the office. You're going to tell me the entire story of your morning, and I'm going to see it in the vivid technicolor of my imagination. Then we can work? Yes. Gil's morning. Go. Okay, well, I played my oboe a bit, which I do every morning. Mm, I hear it. It's awful. Keep going.
2: After that, I popped some bread in the toaster and poured some juice. Tell me more about the juice. Uh, it was cranberry. I did drip a little on my shirt, though, and had to change. Whoops. So unlucky. And when I was in the bedroom changing, I heard the rattling screech of the toaster. (laughs) The bread was stuck and burning. I ran to the kitchen. Smoke was everywhere. I tried to get the toast out with a knife. You should never stick a knife in a toaster, Gil. Ow! So true. The smoke alarm went off, and my Greek neighbor started yelling and banging on my ceiling. <laughs> Sorry, Mrs. Tassiopoulos. just she my said, toast. Then what? Well, I yanked the toaster plug from the wall, aired out the kitchen, scraped the burnt stuff off the bread, and ate breakfast. No big deal.
1: You're a gorgeous catastrophe, Gil. Tell me about the elevator at your building. Did it work? Well, the elevator call button on my floor isn't super cooperative.
2: Of course it's not. So I took the stairs, which is only six stories, and great exercise. Puffing it down six flights is
1: just the best.
2: When I walked out of my building, I was still ahead of schedule, but for some reason the bus was already there. I started running. Hey, wait, wait for me. And there was another guy. Chubby in a tight business suit, also chasing the bus,
6: yelling. Wait! You're here early! You have to wait! I have a very important appointment! Everything depends on that! But
1: you missed it. Yeah.
2: And as the bus pulled away, the chubby business guy turns to me with this manic look in his eyes, and he says,
6: You ever feel like the whole world is against you? The whole fucking universe? Then he
2: kicked a tree, pointed up, and started
6: screaming.
0: Stop
6: fucking with me, understand? Stop fucking with my life!
1: Who was he talking to? I don't know.
2: God, I guess? I mean, We missed a bus. Another would come at some point, right? But he kept screaming. I I didn't wanna wait with the weird guys,
1: so I just power walked here. Can you open your eyes back up? Okay, so to summarize, you stained your shirt, burned your toast, set off an alarm, got screamed at by a neighbor, couldn't call the elevator, missed your bus, and I'm sure a bunch of other shit happened we don't have time for, and the morning ended with you walking around with toilet paper stuck to your shoe. I guess. Yet, when I ask you how your morning went, you said normal. A- aside from the guy yelling at God, nothing crazy happened. Gail, nothing about your morning was normal. Let me say the obvious. You have the worst luck of any person I've ever met. No, I don't. Last week, you got locked in the bathroom for five hours. That kind of stuff happens to everybody. How many times have you been audited? Eight. When's the last time a bird shit on your head? Tuesday. And you don't even sweat it.
2: It's mesmerizing. Okay, how about this? I almost got run over by a minivan today, but this psychic lady saved my life. If that isn't good luck, what is?
1: You almost got killed this morning? That's not good luck, Gil. I've never been almost killed. You get almost killed on a weekly basis. Ow. Your chair just collapsed for absolutely no reason other than you have horrible luck. I, I don't have bad luck. What is your destiny? (sighs) Give me that flyer on my desk. Popova psychic readings. Gain insight into your destiny. I'll be out for a bit. Dude, where you going? We, We gotta finish those table tents!
4: Hey! Watch it, man! Sorry. A psychic greetings.
2: Bella? Hi, it's Gil from this morning. I, second floor, you...
4: up the stairs. Ow! Damn it. Hi there. You're here for a reading?
2: <sighs> yeah, uh, that's an. Oddly, long staircase.
4: <laughs> Keeps us all in shape. I'm Nadia.
2: Nadia. Hi, I, I'm Gil. I, uh, I got this flyer this morning from someone named Bella.
4: My aunt. She ran out, but I can help. I'm actually better than her, but if you ever tell her I said that, I'll have to put a hex on you. Hey. <laughs> oh, oh. I'm kidding. Oh, I'm kidding. Okay. Come in. Come in.
2: <laughs> wow. It's so ethereal in here.
4: And I don't even have the candles going. I'll fire them up so you can get the full effect. So, what brings you in here, Gil?
2: A friend told me I have bad luck.
4: Luck's a subjective thing, isn't it?
2: He cited birds continually using my head as target practice. <laughs>
4: Well, that may seem unlucky, but could also be a great omen in some cultures.
2: Exactly. It's about perspective. Yes. But why not see what the stars
4: say, right? Absolutely. Okay. Candles are all lit. How's the atmosphere now? Beautiful. The candles aren't just for aesthetics. They invite energy. Help us see more clearly. Look in my eyes, Gil.
2: Okay, but ignore the red thing on my eyelid. I'm getting over a stye. Shh.
4: You have very curious vibrations. I do? I can't wait to see your cards. Sit. Okay, take the deck in front of you and shuffle.
2: Do I have to do the fancy shuffle method? Because the bridge part always trips
4: me up. The granny method works best. Just shuffle. That's it. As you shuffle, your energy flows through the deck and the cards become one with your spirit. Can you feel it?
2: Oh, well, my heart's racing and I'm feeling flushed.
4: When the moment is right, stop shuffling. Good. Now set them down and cut the deck. Good. Here we go. I'm dealing out your spread, which will give us insights into who you are, where you're heading, and wow.
2: What? Wow. What does wow Shh. mean? Why aren't you saying anything?
4: It's fascinating.
2: Fascinating. Good or?
4: Uh. Yeah. Yeah. It's a. It's a, a great spread, Gil. Good good things all over the place. Like what? Like, um, uh, like here. The Six of Cups. What an interesting card. Has an, uh, has an old love re-emerged in your life?
0: Well,
2: I just started playing the oboe again, which has been great. Sometimes the neighbors complain, but... The it, cards you know. say
4: you need to keep doing it. Screw the neighbors. And the reversed three of swords in this position next to the sun card is illuminating. <laughs> because oh it's a card God. that speaks to the idea of... Look human. at her. It certainly Those
2: eyes. So deep and dark and mysterious. I could jump right in them and get lost forever. And she's kind. She even genuinely laughed at my stupid jokes. Is that merry french music i hear where did that come from who cares i love that too oh but why did i wear this shirt today oh i look stupid in the shirt
4: gil you're listening right
2: totally so yes so interesting i what is the card with the sticks what does that mean
4: that's the seven of wands In this position, it gives insight into your professional life.
2: Okay, concentrate, Gil.
4: Concentrate! It's
2: your tarot reading. You can learn things. As long as you don't get distracted by her hair. Oh, black as a raven and thick as rope. She must use so much shampoo. I'd love to braid it for her or brush it. Her skin is flawless. I bet she's never had a pimple. Jesus, Gil. Get a hold of yourself. Nod your head up and down. You're listening now. You're listening. That's it. That looks like you're listening.
4: Good. And so there you have it, Gil. Your first tarot reading.
2: Yeah. I was nervous, but it was really fun and informative.
4: It did seem you zoned out a few times there.
2: Uh, Your dangly earrings accidentally hypnotized me a bit.
4: Well, in recap, I said your aura is vibrant right now, so it's a great time to face challenges. I see a recognition at work, signs point to a new friendship, basically a sense of fulfillment colors your future. Good things are happening, Gil. It's all in the cards.
3: Oh, look who's here. Bella. Hi. I came. Good. Did Nadia read your cards?
4: I did. They were fascinating.
3: I can only imagine. She told you helpful things. She did. Uh, It was great. Way better than yoga. Excellent.
2: I should get back to work. Table tents await. It was so nice meeting you, Nadia. You're just—it was so nice.
4: I'll come back again.
2: I like that. Ow! Oh. Oh! Didn't see that panister there. (laughs) Slightly impaled, but fine. All good. Have a great day.
4: Bye, Gil. Oh, my God, Bella. Tell me. I've never seen anything like it. I want to see his cards. On the table. You won't believe them, Bella. Look. This
3: is his spread?
4: Good God.
3: This man is a train
1: wreck. Gil, where were you?
2: I went to a psychic. And just so you know, a bird doing its thing on your head is a fantastic
1: omen in almost every culture. Shit went down when you were out. Ravi got fired because apparently he's been tiptoeing through the tulips with Rando's daughter. And she tweeted pictures. Look. Is that the Liberty Bell? Yeah. It's also her declaration of independence, if you catch my drift. So with Ravi's position open, you were the obvious choice for promotion. My psychic saw a recognition for me at work. This is it, dude. This is what I'm trying to tell you. They already gave it to Bryson. Bryson? That can't be. I are as vibrant right now. That little kiss-ass ferret prick is going to be doing national TV campaigns. Should have been yours, Gil. Gil, where you going? Gil, we got to get these fucking dessert tents done. I are as vibrant.
3: Hey, Gil. Hey, Gil. There's donuts
2: in the break room. Hey, Jim. Can we chat a sec?
6: Sure, Gil. Get in here. What can I do you for?
2: Well, I heard Ravi's position opened up and you gave it to Bryson? Uh,
6: Gil, you're my guy for table tents.
2: I got into advertising to do TV, not be stuck eternally in table tent hell.
6: Table tents are the unsung heroes of the ad biz, Gil. But Jim, Jim. Getting some jackass to buy a crappy dessert he doesn't want is an art form, and you are the master. You're like the Danielle Steele of these things. I mean, look at this one you did here with the potato skins loaded with enough cholesterol to kill a rhino. You made them look majestic, sexy. And the copy you came up with nails it. Go on. You deserve a cheap thrill. Jim. <laughs> cheap thrill! That's solid stuff, Gil. And the client loves it. Hey, tell me, what font did you use here? I don't want to talk about fonts. It's either Copperplate or Futura, right? I can never keep those two straight. I
2: just don't understand why I keep getting passed over.
4: It,
2: is it because I don't have my degree yet?
6: <laughs> you don't have a degree? Almost, but not yet. Well, now that you mention it, Gil, yeah, the degree thing has definitely been a sticking point. That's
2: a relief to know, because I've been doing night school the past eight years, and my very last class starts tonight. Do they have frats at night school? I don't know, but I'll have my degree by Christmas.
6: Well, good for you. I'm sure once you get that degree, your luck will change around here.
1: Dude, Jim's a snake. He's bullshitting you. I moved the cheesecake slice to this side of the tent. What do you think? I think the cherry topping makes it look like an abortion. Good point. Look, Gil, we may be friends, but my interest in you getting promoted is completely selfish, because I'm behind you on the food chain. If you never move up, I'll never move up. I'll be moving up after
2: I get my degree. No, you won't. I will. Just one class left. Intro to metaphysics.
1: Intro to... Are you fucking crazy?
3: Keep it down, Lex. Some of us are working.
1: Gil, you are not taking metaphysics.
2: I did all my advertising courses, my last thing as a humanities elective.
1: Well, you don't choose that. Gil, by accident, I took metaphysics junior year, and it was a nightmare. That shit makes you think. I don't mind thinking. But it's worse than regular thinking. Philosophy makes you, like, ponder, like, deeply. It's like dropping shitty acid. I'm still in therapy for metaphysics, Gil. You gotta drop that class!
0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Intro to Metaphysics, where we'll be exploring the fundamental concepts involving the nature of being. Y'all must have been really desperate for humanity's credit. (laughs) <laughs> I'm Professor Towers. I'll be your host. And while I know most of you are here because this class fit neatly into your schedule, I promise to provoke you into thought, to challenge how you see the world, how you see existence. And just so you know, I think grades are stupid. So if you show up, stay awake and write a couple of papers, even badly, you'll get an A. Sound good? Uh-huh.
5: Kicks I never now that I have
0: your attention, I would like to ask a question to kick us off, and only answer if you know for sure. Who here exists? Oh, sorry.
5: Watch where you're going.
2: Hi, you know which way is lecture hall P107?
0: End of the hall, bro.
2: Great, thanks.
0: Oh. oh. <laughs> Oh, nice. <laughs> well, hello there, and welcome to Metaphysics. Hi, sorry I'm late. No, we're glad you made it. Pick yourself up and find a seat. You haven't missed much. We've only proven existence. <laughs> Wait, before you sit down, why don't you tell us why you're late today? The reason. Uh It'll oh, be enlightening, oh. I promise. Why were you late? Well, I had to
2: print an assignment at work, but there was a paper jam which slowed me down and caused me to miss my bus. The next bus was
0: running behind
2: schedule, and when it started raining, the traffic slowed down.
0: Okay, great, thank you. That's enough. What's your name? Gil. Gil. Now, Gil. Somewhere in there, you said the paper jam set off a series of events that caused your tardiness tonight. Now, if the paper jam caused you to be late then we must ask the question of what caused the paper jam? And then what caused the need to print something in the first place? And what caused the cause before that? You see, people, existence is an endless stream of cause and effect with an unfathomable amount of factors which leads to any given event. And that subsequent event, great or small, is inevitable because it is the sum of antecedent causes going back eons to the beginning of time. It's called causal determinism, folks, which boils down to the reality that none of us has any control over our lives. Our lives unfold as they must, as they were destined by the universe. So, Gil, It wasn't the printer, or the bus, or the rain that made you late. Your failed punctuality tonight was determined millions of years ago. Okay. In fact, you were already late tonight, long before you were even born. And if determinism is true, and how could it not be? We're all simply playing out inevitabilities. Why are you looking like that, Gil? I'm trying to decide if that's depressing. It's not. Find a seat. Excuse
2: me.
3: Ow! My foot!
2: Sorry.
0: Sorry. You see, people, we're all fated to do everything that we do as an effect of the gazillions of years' worth of causes that adhere to the laws of nature. Everything that happens, happens as it must. Basically, We're all powerless in the face of destiny. Girl? Your life's course is unchangeable like the flight of an arrow. Choice, my friends, is an illusion. Choice is a meaningless word in the scheme of things. I feel like the whole world is against you. Girl had to miss that bus fate directed every single action in gill's day to day sure once you
6: get that degree your luck will change around a here. predetermined
0: course set forth millions of years ago people
1: still <laughs> there. we're all
0: You've got just to stop that class. and the machine of the just Justice, justice. Two plus two, was and day after boring day So, for next class, read the Richard Taylor essay on fatalism. Then for fun, look at your own lives. What is your destiny? Assess it. Boil it down to its essence and hand in a one-sentence paper describing your fate. And be truthful, who are you? Who am I? Dismissed.
3: I'm (laughs) fated to get wet tonight.
0: Wow. That was deep, bro. My head was... This <laughs> teacher rocks. I love this. Hey, Professor Towers. Hi. Great, class. Thanks. And thanks for letting me use you as an example. You're a good sport. Sure.
2: Um, just to follow up regarding the fate thing. I
0: always thought fate was something for storybooks. Existence without cause and effect would be complete chaos.
2: Yeah, I get that, but the assignment. <laughs> Boiling your life down to one sentence, seems kind of simplistic
0: I never said we lack variety but we all have a basic path a theme Alexander the Great's fate was to conquer Cleopatra's was to seduce what's your theme Gil? I don't know I, I,
2: I'd have to think about it I'm, don't I, think I don't... just
0: react say it what's your fate? Uh, a friend of mine says I'm unlucky luck is random bullshit look deeper Gil come on well, some could say I haven't accomplished much yet good Keep boiling it down like a stew. I try
2: hard, but things don't go my way. My pencils always break. I burn my toast.
0: Fuck toast and I mis- pencils go deep. What hasn't gone your way? Well,
2: my career, my love life, my entire childhood. Boil it down and add it up. But then people could interpret my past as negative. Don't judge, just
0: define it. <laughs>
2: But if I add it all up, someone could say maybe I was, like, fated to be, like, a loser. You
0: heard me right. This is the part where you're supposed to say, that's ridiculous. People who are honest with themselves are rarely off the mark. You think I'm a loser? I'm not here to agree or disagree. I'm here to guide you to a greater understanding of who you are. And the assignment's just philosophical fun. I'm I'm not a loser. I'm just unlucky. Have a good night, Gil. I'm not a loser. See you Thursday. I'm not a loser. I'm not a loser.
2: Not a loser. Not a loser. Not a loser. Not a loser.
4: Not a loser. I am not a loser. Popova, psychic greetings.
2: It's Gil from this morning. Something happened. I need you to read my cards again.
4: Oh, Gil, it's late. Please.
2: Ah, Shit!
4: Look
3: who's here.
4: You're soaking wet. Come in. Are you okay, Gil? Would you like... Tea or something?
3: No, let's do the cards again, okay? Maybe you'd like Bella to read them this time. No, sorry, Bella. It's gotta be Nadia.
4: What's wrong, Gil? You're shaking.
3: And riffing. Let's do the cards, please.
4: Okay. Sit and shuffle the deck. Oh, Christ! Oh, I'll, I'll pick them up. Relax, Gil. Breathe.
3: Here. Try again. You don't need fancy shuffle. Take
4: time. Good. Now, when the moment feels right, stop and set them down.
2: <laughs> but how do you know when to stop? One extra shuffle could change everything.
3: Not likely. Okay. There.
4: Cut the deck. All right. Let's see your spread.
3: Oh, my. Oh, no. Oh, don't me.
4: And there it is. Another great spread. See, the Two of Pentacles, an exciting opportunity is coming for you at work.
3: And look at that, Nadia. The Three of Swords. Mm Mm-hmm. A card of resilience, essential to success.
4: And over here, Gil, happiness from an unexpected source. You're lying. When the
3: sun card represents accomplishment, love, triumph. But it's upside down. Yes, but as a whole, the spread tells a story of happiness, advancement, love. I'm not stupid. You're lying. I can see
2: it in your eyes. You can't really read these things, can't you?
4: Whether I like it or not. But Gil, sometimes the cards reveal things that aren't so nice.
2: I don't care. You might. Tell me what you see, Nadia.
4: Okay, then. Are you ready?
2: Yes. Tell me.
5: In the Cards was written and directed by Kevin Henderson. The cast is as follows. Connor Ratliff as Gil, Steven Boyer as Lex, Lila Robbins as Bella, Jamie Ann Romero as Nadia, Woody Iwuji as Professor Peter Towers. Robert Cuccioli as Jim. Joanna Glushak as Catherine Corker, Helga, and others. Mari Sandoval as Clea and others. Chris Henry Coffey as Bryson and others. Nancy Rodriguez as Monica and others. Delphi Harrington, as Mrs. Tassiopoulos and others. Michael Goodfriend as Robert and others. Additional voices performed by Amy Malloy, Gigi Henderson, Declan Henderson, Adam Gutierrez, and Courtney Rosemont. Casting by the Telsey office, Karen Castle, CSA. Original music composition, sound design, and mix by Shane Reddick. Sound engineering by Sadaharu Yagi. Mix Engineer and Dialogue Editor, Larry Walsh and Robert McNabb. Podcast Mastering by Greg Cortez at New Monkey Studio. Coordinating Producer, Transcend Streaming, Kira Bowie and Leanna Keyes. Executive Producer, Michael Goodfriend. The Managing Director of Business Operations and Partnerships at Next Chapter Podcasts is Sally Cade Holmes. Special thanks to Jeff Talbot, Talula Henderson and Mike Mariano. In the Cards is produced by Next Chapter Podcasts and is made possible by the generous support of the Hits Foundation. Visit ncpodcast.com for more about the series. Subscribe to ncpodcast.com to get cool merch like t-shirts, hoodies, and coffee mugs, ad-free episodes, and bonus content video featuring interviews with the actors, producers, and writers, and artists who brought the series to life.
4: Porn. Satan. Drugs. Therapy. It's not just the list of what I'm up to this weekend. I'm comedian Kiki Anderson, and those are just a handful of the taboo topics I've poked and prodded at so far on my podcast, Indecent, the show where we peel at the wallpaper of polite society. Each episode digs into the dark underbelly of our culture to dissect the things we aren't allowed to talk about around the dinner table, featuring conversations with comedians, activists, journalists, academics. They all help me figure out the who, what, and why behind what is and isn't acceptable behavior. And Decent with Kiki Anderson, where NSFW meets LMAO. Mwah.